Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Time to talk a little NBA and uh, what there is to talk about. Sean Devaney, NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com. You can find him on Twitter at Sean Devaney, uh, at Sean Devaney. He now joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Sean, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Bill. How are you? We're doing well. Um, obviously, we're all kind of, you know, churning for sports, and we want to see sports played relatively soon. But uh, right now with the NBA, you know, uh, the other day Adam Silver said, I don't have any idea when we're coming back. Um, now, I know behind the scenes, it's kind of like watching a duck swim. You know, underneath the water, they're churning away. Above the water, they're very cool, calm, and collected. What do you think is going on behind the scenes right now as far as trying to determine when and if they could come back? Yeah, I mean, they are arranging uh, uh, for contingency plans in terms of, uh, you know, are we looking at uh, uh, something that could start in June, uh, you know, which would be probably a little too optimistic, um, but, uh, but but certainly uh, possible sometime in June, uh, more likely July. I think they're trying to set sort of a drop-dead date in terms of, uh, uh, you know, when it would be too late. My guess would be about August 1st on that. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things uh, uh, that they've got to work out in terms of uh, scheduling, in terms of what a tournament or of, of some sort, a playoff tournament, uh, might look like that would still – have some bearing of uh, uh, of legitimacy, you know that, uh, uh, that 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 it's not just something that, uh, that 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 they're playing just to be played, but that uh, fans can kind of say, okay, uh, whoever wins is is the actual champion. So there's there's that as well, uh, and then there's you know probably the most complex part of it uh, is 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 how the players get involved and and and, and what the union will agree to. Uh, that's that's going to be something that no matter what the NBA comes up with. Uh, it's going to have to then go through the union, and the union's going to have to approve it. So a lot of complicated things. Uh, but uh, but Adam Silver's right. You know, there's just no way to tell uh, exactly uh, uh, you know how the virus is going to play out. And as long as that's the case, uh, then uh, then then that's you know they can make all the plans they want. It won't matter until uh, uh, until they have some clarity on that. Um, is there a, in your opinion, if say let's say August, like you had mentioned, it becomes a reality. Is that really, do we consider that then a lost season? Uh, should they at that point just say, you know what, just bag it. You know, I, I, I'm, I know there's a lot of money involved, and there is the cry specifically in our area for determining a champion, 
But at that point in time, you're pushing into football and the college football and all the other things going on. Do you just say bag it at that point, or do you think they begin to, to find a way to play games without fans in the stands just to be able to say we're efforting towards a championship? Yeah, and that's the balance is – uh, they would like to get this played, uh, and and you mentioned money, and that's a big part of it. You know, they have to get to 70 games in the regular season in order to fulfill their their television broadcast contract. Um, and most teams are around 65. I think the fewest games is 63 right now, uh, which is what the Lakers have. Um, so you know, they're they're ultimately that's what they would like to do is be able to finish. Um, you know, a handful of games of, of regular season games and then have a, a, a postseason tournament that they can consider legitimate and, and not just them, but, but that fans can look at that, uh, uh, that the media can look at and say, okay, uh, you know, we have a legitimate, uh, uh, champion because you've got to balance that. You know, that's your credibility at stake right there. Uh, you want to make the money, uh, no question, but do you give up some credibility by saying, uh, you know, geez, we're going to play uh, an NCAA-style one-game knockout tournament? Uh, you know, that's, that, that's not going to have any semblance of, uh, uh, of legitimacy. So how much of your credibility do you want to trade in for the money that you know you can make uh, or, or salvage, the money that you can salvage from uh, what has been a horrible financial season for the league? Uh, that's that's the balance. Is is you do want to finish the season, you do uh, want to want to create that revenue and give fans something uh, to root for uh, in the in the coming months. But at the same time, it's got to be credible, or else the league uh, you know loses some credibility. I, I was going to mention exactly that. Uh, you know, what does I mean? Do they just shrink it from seven games down to five games and make it best of in that case, or? You know, I mean, I can't imagine them ever agreeing to do kind of an NCAA-style one-and-done type of tournament. Right. I can't imagine that. I mean, I like I said, people in this area, they're itching to have a culmination or a resolution to this, this season because they really believe the Bucks were the best team in the NBA and they were destined for a championship, and this is their opportunity. And you can't just replicate or duplicate this all over again if, because we know rosters will change. So I, I think everybody in our area desperately wants to see something something happen. I just don't know. Uh, much like you alluded to and, and the commissioner alluded to, I, I just don't know when the timing is going to be right. Yeah, and that's 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 right. Is is that um, you know there's no question that uh, what the league would like to do is is create a tournament that does have legitimacy. Uh, you know, I think probably the most important thing though is is for them to have a seven game final. So they could probably, uh, you know, have an opening round that was three games, you know, best of three. Uh, maybe the next two rounds are best of five, uh, and then the final round is best of seven. Um, you know, that might be a way to do it. Um, you know, they would like to keep that the, the finals uh, a seven-game affair, just just to be able to, uh, uh, you know, say we've got the best two teams and we gave them both. Uh, you know, a legitimate seven-game chance. So you could probably shorten up and, and maybe you eliminate the first round altogether uh, rather than 16 teams just start with eight uh, and maybe do five-game series uh, leading into the final. You know, there's, there, there's those kinds of possibilities. But I think the important thing uh, for the league in terms of, uh, like I say, creating that legitimacy uh, is, to, uh, is to keep that final series at seven games and, and say, okay, we got the best two teams uh, and we had – uh, what you would call a usual uh, uh, final series. We had a seven-game final series set up the way that uh, uh, that we would normally set up. 
uh, and uh, and uh, and went from there. So that's probably the most important thing for the league in terms of uh, um, you know the playoffs and, and and keeping some legitimacy to it. Talking with Sean Devaney, NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com, uh, joining us. You can find him on Twitter at Sean Devaney. What is the likelihood that the league starts at singular locations? Or I know there was a lot of talk of Vegas, some other talks about some other cities and or areas where they take the players, much like baseball, and the players, Major League Baseball players are considering is going to one area, making sure everybody's healthy, and then playing games, kind of like an NCAA tournament where you start games in the morning and you fulfill your schedule all throughout the day, and my assumption is they're going to televise a lot of this stuff. Uh, is the, is that kind of the worst-case scenario for the league at this point, but something that could at least get them back on track sooner rather than later? Yeah, I think it, and I think increasingly, Bill, the, the worst case scenario, uh, is becoming the best case scenario. That, you know, any, any idea of playing games in your home city, you could pretty much throw that out at this point. I, I, I don't, I, I think they've sort of, uh, you know, chucked that idea, uh, and, and are instead looking at having, um, you know, like you say, games throughout a day in a, in a single spot. Uh, where they can try to keep everybody, uh, uh, you know, make sure they test everybody, uh, you know, constantly, um, and just make sure, uh, uh, you know, make sure there's no infection and, and make sure everything's clean and sterile and, and quarantined and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, Vegas is obviously the place that probably makes the most sense. You know, they, uh, uh, they are sort of set up for that sort of thing. Um, and of course they do that with, with summer league. They have much the same, uh, uh, much the same uh, situation in terms of how they play games in, in summer league, but you could also see you know maybe one location being uh, being in uh, Las Vegas and then having a different location where there isn't much infection right now. So uh, yeah, that's 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 the most likely scenario. But like I say, uh, best case scenario would have been you know we can go back and and, and play in our cities and, and maybe have no fans or something like that. But that's you can throw that one out. You know, this is it's it's going to be something along those lines in order to get the finish the, the season finish if if that in fact that's what they're able to do. What do you think gives the NBA enough confidence to execute that scenario? I are we just waiting for the CDC? Are we waiting for presidential mandate? Are we waiting for the are we waiting for the safe at home orders to be lifted? I mean, what at what point? Because I I know that. You know, some people say, well, things are easing and the apex and the curves are starting to come down and they're flattening, and which is great news. You don't want to jump the gun. But at, but what do we, I, I guess, uh, as fans of a sport to get underway, what do you think they're waiting for? I, I think that, uh, that, that whatever they choose to do um, would, would need some sort of clearance from an official agency, like the, most likely the CDC. Uh, that that the NBA doesn't want to just go in and say okay we're starting uh, that that they want to uh, have guidelines uh, for for how best to do this from from some official agency and the CDC is the most uh, the most obvious one now you know the CDC is a little busy right now so there's that um, and uh, uh, certainly I think um, you know there's there's got to be a sense 
for the NBA to get back on the floor, there's got to be a sense that we are at least on the other side of this, that, that, that the NBA, you know, if they were to go out and start playing now as things are at their worst in some places and probably going to get worse in other places, that, you know, obviously that would be a bad look. Um, and, you know, you just don't know how safe it is. We don't have the equipment. We don't have the testing equipment, uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, um, so I think that, that they would need to have – some sense that a we were on the other side of it. B that they had some, uh, you know, some sort of uh, approval from uh, from an official agency and guidelines on how to do it from an official agency. Uh, and then I think C is probably the testing. You know, I mean, just that that's been such a big part of the story here in this country is that we just don't have the tests. Uh, and, uh, and, and so if you're going to run an NBA tournament where you're, you know, using all these tests, uh, day in and day out, uh, you know, that's, that's not the kind of, that's not the kind of look that the NBA wants right now. Sean, always a pleasure. I appreciate it. I mean, I know these are incredibly trying times. There's a lot of questions that just, you can't answer right now because right. we just don't know, but it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's painful in these parts because everybody, like I said, felt that the Bucks were on their way to possibly winning a championship. So we just kind of wait with, you know, bated breath to see when, uh, and if this season finally gets underway. Sean, always a pleasure, buddy. We certainly appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Bill. You uh, stay safe and healthy out there, okay? You too, pal. Appreciate it. There you go. Sean Devaney, NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.